0: majority of Metro Vancouver residents now identify as a visible minority according to terminology used by Stats Canada in the 2021 census and yesterday some of that information was released which shows that 54% of the people in the region identified as visible minority. That's up from 49% in 2016. Uh, Most uh, of our new immigrants, of the 155,000 new immigrants that have come to Vancouver in the past five years, uh, majority of them have been India India, of Indian heritage and Chinese heritage. In fact, that's just over 60,000 um, uh, residents. Now, our next guest has been around BC politics, and in, a recent, and in a recent piece in the Daily Hive, discussed how the election outcomes are finally reflecting BC's growing ethnic diversity. Joining me now is Simrath Greerwell, who is a senior consultant at Earnscliff Strategy. Simrath, thank you for joining us today. Great to be here, Jazz. Uh, i got to say... Uh, long-time listener, first-time guest, so
1: it's really great to be here.
0: (laughs) Well, good to have you. So let's uh, talk a little about about yesterday's numbers. Uh, First time in the history of this city that uh, the visible minority population is above 50%. Uh, uh, We often talk about the changing face of Vancouver. Many would argue it has changed. As someone like yourself who is involved in politics uh, at the local level, at the constituency level, what impacts have you been seeing Uh, that this diversity is having uh, on on elections at a local level.
1: As I said in my op-ed, one of the biggest changes this municipal election cycle wasn't just in the candidates that were successful, it was in who was turning up to vote and who they were voting for. Uh, And the implications of that um, are actually quite visible. Uh, In Vancouver, you have Ken Sim In your hometown of Williams Lake, you have Srinder Paul Rator as mayor. And that extended throughout the province, including a number of millennials uh, that were elected. And all of this is important, not because we need to hit a quota or something like that. It affects public policy. You make better public policy when you reflect the people that you seek to govern at the decision-making table, because everyone has different approaches and different issues when it comes to housing, transportation, the economy, healthcare, um, and and I think having that diversity at that decision-making table. Is going to change how we look at those issues and, and deal with them.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think we do a, a good enough job in reflecting though that diversity at the council level, at the provincial legislature, or the federal, uh, or at our federal government as well? Or do you think still so there's more to be done?
1: Well, oh, there's definitely more to be done. I, I think I think this, the results of, of this municipal election were a good start, um, but there are still many places that don't reflect the true diversity of their communities. Uh, and I, the same goes for um, whether it's the federal levels of government or provincial levels of government. Um, it, it, it needs to start with our elected officials, but run through um, the, the staff that's there, the, the, the department decision makers that exist. Um, and that is when we will have true diversity of, of thought.
0: Why is it taking so long? I mean, it's not like this is new here. Each 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 census, we see these numbers, but why is it so hard uh, for uh, these individuals from uh, different underrepresented groups to to sort of get through that line where they are elected, uh, whether at, it's at the provincial level or even the local level at a deputy minister level? Why is it taking so long in your mind?
1: I okay. think just like anything else in politics and, and government, change happens at a, at a, at a pretty slow pace. Uh, and I think there's a number of barriers that, that have been broken, uh, but still need to be broken. Uh, and one of them is, how do you recruit people? How do you reflect the languages, the context, the cultures of different kind of communities that you're seeking votes from in your campaigns? Um, and I think a lot of work needs to be done there. Some good work is happening. There's a whole bunch of examples of that from this municipal election cycle, um, but there's still a lot to do.
0: Specifically uh, to Vancouver, I keep hearing that there's been a significant increase in Chinese voters this time. Did you see that as well?
1: Yeah, we need to drill more deeper into getting that census data that would show us uh, the exact numbers of turnouts, but what we can see is the campaign that Ken Simmons and ABC ran truly reflected that diversity uh, of Vancouver in their campaigns. Mm-hmm. We saw some poll- polling that come-, come out that said that Ken Sim and his campaign were 30 points ahead um, um, compared to other communities in Vancouver.
0: The the issue of diversity, when you look at our provincial legislature, you see an NDP that is very diverse or significantly more diverse than the B.C. Liberals. Um, they're in opposition now. Uh, there has been you know significant talk, particularly among its leader, uh, that, uh, that he will be pushing for greater diversity. Why do you think it's taken that party so long?
1: Yeah, it, it's a really good question, uh, and I think it's one of the, the biggest challenges facing uh, the B.C. Liberals. Uh, right now, uh, I'm a lifelong bee liberal, uh, but there's no denying that uh, that they need to do better uh, when it comes to diversity. Uh, there's been multiple post-election reports that have said that, uh, but I can also say that Kevin Falcon is someone who's spoken extensively about fixing that and uh, recruiting more diversity to the party and the candidates in the next election. Uh, I've also seen him in his leadership campaign have a campaign team that was almost exclusively uh, made up of racialized British Columbians Uh, and I think that was a big part of the the win he had Um, I have faith in him because he's done it with a campaign team that I was proud to be a part of Um, and we know the BC Liberals have a a lot of opportunities and a lot of open seats right now uh, to recruit that diversity so I think We've got to stay tuned until 2024, and I think that they recognize uh, the importance of, of correcting that.
0: Well, it's going to be a very interesting conversation, uh, as every election cycle is, but as these numbers continue to show, our our immigration numbers are well plus 400,000 people a year. We've got... Uh, uh, we are truly in an era of hyper-diversity that I think Canada has never seen in regards to our immigration numbers, and that is sure to continue to play a role uh, in our politics, how we vote, how we see things. It'll be an interesting uh, time for sure <laughs> during the next provincial election. Simrad, thank you so much for your time.
1: Great to be here. Thanks, Jeff.